Welcome to the Your Riding Success Podcast. My name is Natasha Altoff and I'm a Grand Prix dressage rider from Australia, author of three books and a leading online trainer of riders all around the world wanting to take their riding to the next level. I'm also a chocoholic, mother of two amazing children and obsessed with helping riders be all they can be. Each week, I'm gonna be bringing you stories of inspiration, ideas and strategies of how to make real progress in your riding and give you actionable advice on overcoming riding fear and anxiety so you can take your riding to the next level and be the rider you dream to be. So let's get into today's episode. Okay, yay, I'm super pumped because I get to talk about one of my favorite topics. I absolutely love the idea, the topic, the word, everything about um, the concept of motivation. So um, people always talk about motivation. Oh, I'm just not motivated to do it. I just, I just, if I had more motivation, I would like do things and I would then have things. Um, <laughs> and it's just this vague kind of, oh, you know, if I had X, then Y would happen. Um, motivation is a very, very interesting topic. And I encourage all of you to like deep dive into it because I absolutely adore it. But my favorite, I think I can't start this this discussion until I talk about my favorite quote of all time, really. It's an amazing quote by Zig Ziglar. And he said, motivation doesn't last, but either does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. And I remember hearing that going, Oh, that's so true. Like we're never going to have a shower on the 1st of January and by August be like, what's wrong with me? Why do I smell like crap? Like I, I had a shower in January. I don't understand where my like nice smelling body has gone. Um, we, do, like, we just don't say that. We understand you're clean and then you get dirty and you have to wash yourself again. It's just a common concept, all adults in the world. I know children struggle with that. I know my children struggle with that. But adults tend to understand, yeah, okay, we need to share, um, shower daily if we want to have a clean, nice smelling body. Um, but we tend to have this really delusional belief or understanding about motivation, which is, oh, um, motivation uh, should just be there all the time and that there's something wrong with me if I'm not motivated and that someone um, who might go to the gym every day or does something consistently every day that they're really motivated. Firstly, you have to understand that that's not real. So I am very lucky. I live with a very, what I would say, um, Oh, well, I wouldn't because I don't use that word. People on the outside might say Phil is a very motivated person around his gym because he does gym five to six times a week, every week for the last uh, 23 years. Um, he's never missed a day or a week or a thing. He just doesn't. Um, so you might go, wow, he's really motivated. No, he's not. And yes, he is. So to do the daily grind of going to the gym, um, Phil doesn't actually use motivation at all. But if, he, would you say he is motivated to go to the gym? Yes, but not motivated to go to the gym. I am rambling. But when it's 6 p.m. and it's time for Phil to go to the gym, Phil does not feel like going to the gym. Okay, so motivation and emotion or motivation and feeling are two different things. So Phil very rarely feels like going, okay? But he goes anyway. Why does he go anyway? Well, one of the reasons is he is motivated by living to a very long age, 
Like he wants to be on this planet until he's 150. So he's motivated by that. He's motivated by looking a certain way. He likes to have muscle on his frame. So he's motivated by um, having a certain physique, which means he's got to put in the work. He's also motivated um, by the act of the gym is kind of meditative for him. It's his time. It's his time that he gets to do what he wants to do. So um, that's that's motivating him. But in the moment when it's time to go, he feels like not at all. I do not feel like doing this. I don't want to do it. I don't feel anything inside of me jumping off this couch wanting to go do it. And I think that's what people confuse motivation to be. Oh, motivation means I want to jump off the couch and go do the thing. No, (laughs) we are humans um, that like comfort. Most of us don't feel motivated most of the time. Um, We just do what we need to do. But the actions that we take do have to have a motivation behind them. Now, we can be intrinsically motivated or um, extrinsically motivated, which basically just means I can be motivated by um, a gym guy like or a, a Navy SEAL coming into my house going, get off the couch! Who the hell do you think you are? Go do this! Rah, 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 rah. I'm like, ah, someone's yelling at me. Someone is externally motivating me to move or to take an action. Or I can be intrinsically motivated, which means there's something inside of me that says to me, hey, Tash, get off the couch and go do this thing. So I'm really deeply intrinsically motivated around my business, around doing this podcast, um, around um, serving, around helping people, around um, delivering my mission and living my mission and living my best life. That's very motivating and rewarding for me. Um, but I actually have to be externally motivated, let's say in the gym. I, I, I have no motivation there. There's nothing inside of me saying, hey, Tash, you should go to the gym. Um, there is a little bit of motivation of, hey, Tash, your husband's going to live to 150, so you should probably try and live to that age too um because i i really love him and i don't want i don't want him to live alone without me for a while so that motivates me a little bit but not enough to get to the gym so what motivates me more is i actually loathe uh wasting money or you know spending money and not getting value or return for that so i need to pay for a personal trainer to meet with me and if I did not show up then I'm going to waste money that intrinsically motivates me and that what that's what makes me turn up for the session and um I and then he externally motivates me by going you're in big trouble go do this go do this go jump this go run this um so that's how uh you know I go about doing doing those things now I know we've been talking about gym and my husband you're like I thought this was a podcast about motivation and writing so let's talk about writing throughout my writing career and I've been writing about 25 years now I have felt intrinsically motivated at times and I have had to feel externally motivated at times and I've also felt completely demotivated at times when I look back the most intrinsically motivated I've ever felt was when I had a big goal. I said, I'm going to be the first person in Australasia to bring a Frisian to Grand Prix. And that was my goal. And so every day, um, if I didn't ride, was I going to get my goal? No. So I had to turn up and do the work. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of turning up and doing the work. May I just point out, not a big process person. Um, but I had to turn up and do the work because I wanted the outcome. So I'm in insanely very wired. I'm wired a bit 
differently to other people. And a very huge wiring of mine is I'm very outcome driven. I absolutely need to get outcomes. Outcome, 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 outcome. I'm not very wired or motivated or um, excited about doing the process to get the outcome. It's, it's, it's how annoying that we have to do a process to get the outcome. Um, so I will look for the easiest, quickest, fastest, um, funnest, um, most enjoyable way I can cut the corners or do what I need to do to get my process as slimmed down as possible where I can still get my outcome. So in terms of getting a Frisian to Grand Prix, Frisians don't like being ridden in a long time. Fabulous, suited me. Um, and I actually got my Frisian to Grand Prix riding three to four times a week sometimes even, I should say two to four times a week. There was many, 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 many weeks in, I think it took me five years. In those five years, um, and then there was another five years at Grand Prix level. So within those 10 years, I would say that there was um, many, many, many weeks, like two to three years worth of weeks that I only rode twice there would have been another two to three years of four times and then the rest of the years what are we saying six years would have been three times so let's go with the average of three they were um for about 25 minutes there was no unless I had a lesson or something specific um we did 25 minutes and that was my version of how can I get outcome in the easiest um most simplest most fun way possible uh, and that's what motivated me. As long as I had that goal and I knew that the process was as slimmed down as possible, then I was motivated enough to ride. There's been times recently now in my riding career where the goal has changed and perhaps the goal d- doesn't, I haven't resonated that I believe that I can get the goal anymore. So if you, anywhere in those 10 years, even when I came last, even when I couldn't get my Frisian to do a flying change, even when I had judges and coaches and all these superior humans that knew, were more knowledgeable and more advanced than I was, were telling me, you can't do this. You can't get this horse to Grand Prix. It never bothered me. It never worried me because I had an unshakable belief that it was going to happen. And it didn't matter, didn't matter what logic told me, it didn't matter what reality told me, this was going to happen. And I don't know if that was youth, I don't know, I don't know what that was, but I am so grateful for it because obviously then, you know, it got brought into reality and got brought into fruition. But now, as you guys know, if you guys listen to me a lot, that I've always had a goal beyond just bring a Frisian to Grand Prix, which was a gold medal at the Olympics. Why a gold one? Because I like gold shiny things. Um, don't even get me started. Like, like this sounds ridiculous, but I'm being honest and um, I know not heaps of people listen to this podcast, so I don't mind sharing. Um, guys. The gold medal at the Olympics is not real gold. And I know you're probably laughing at me going, well, of course it's not. I thought it was real gold. Like I thought it was this cool gold disc of goldness and it's not. It's gold plated. I think they say it costs them $384 to create a gold medal for the Olympics. And I'm like, what? I'd I'd like compromise everything in my life and dedicate millions of hours of my life and and 
move to the other side of the world and do all these things just to get a 384 gold disc that said on that day, I was the best. It's not like I'm the best of all time. It's just on that day. Um, and then as you go for something that you've never done before, I never took a fr- I had never taken a Frisian to Grand Prix before, so I didn't really know what I was getting into. When I say a gold medal at the Olympics, I really don't know what I'm getting into. And when you're around people that do have gold medals and um, have done what you what you want to do, um, it's very hard not to put them on a pedestal and not to go, well, I've, I really have to shut up and listen here because they have the result and the outcome that um, I want. Um, so I'm going to have to listen. And then when you listen and they tell you the work that's required and the commitment that's required and the discipline that's required and um, all, all the stuff that needs to go into perhaps attaining that outcome, I have to say, guys, and I'm really embarrassed and ashamed that it happened, but I let it come into my dream. And now I don't believe that. I, I don't have that unshakable belief that I can have that. And the minute that gets rocked is the minute that plays with your motivation. So now my motivation to ride is, to be frankly and completely honest, really, um, really hard for me at the moment. Um, I'm still riding, of course. I, I love being on a horse's back. I love that feeling of freedom. I love that feeling of, oh, it's so hard to even put into words that feeling when the horse goes, um, like just for one stride, goes um, in complete self-carriage and lifts you up and takes you and gives you this feeling that you've never felt before it is like a drug and that's why you keep doing it so there's there's a bit of motivation of of, I'm searching for that better feeling and and more of those better feelings and um you know of course riding ones and piaf and passage I don't think I could ever get sick of that um it's 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 an amazing feeling and something I'm very honored to feel and I, I love I love 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 that feeling but remember, I'm wired to be, I'm purpose driven. I only do things for a purpose. I need to have a reason. I need to have a purpose. I need to have an outcome in mind. Now, the outcome I want is a gold medal at the, at the Olympics, but the outcome I believe I can have is not that. So I'm in huge pain. Of course, I'm not in pain, but in anytime you have two competing ideas in your brain, it causes pain. Um, so I, I have cognitive dissonance, I have pain, I have um, uh, confusion, I have mistrust, I have all these negative emotions because I'm not aligned. Because what I'm wanting to do is something that I deep down don't believe that I could do. And I'm, I'm kind of faking it a little bit going, well, let's just do all the work and, and, and everyone, and, and please don't think anyone's been mean to me or said, absolutely not, you can't have that. It's all been well-meaning, good advice. It's all been people that have done it before sharing their path and their path has been filled with a lot of discipline, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of hard work, a lot of, um, uh, you know, really, really, really strict work. <laughs> and I know me, I know my personality and I know that that's not a match. So I'm searching and looking for models um, 
to show me that there could be perhaps another way. And even if I can't find those models, do I back myself enough that there is another way for me to achieve my goals that isn't what everyone else is telling me to do? Um, And again, I don't know if any of this is helpful because I'm just sitting here with my microphone talking about my motivation and where it, where it came from because I was extremely motivated. And again, I'm like Phil, was I motivated to ride? Absolutely. The, why was it sometimes two rides? Because other days it was raining. Other days I was tired. Other days I didn't feel like it. And I indulged in my human emotions rather than just got up and did it. But even there was something inside of me. If it, Let's say I put off the riding on the Monday and then I put off the riding on the Tuesday. I couldn't put it off on the Wednesday. That was a non-negotiable. I had to at least ride twice a week because I needed to get the outcome of getting a Frisian to the um, to Grand Prix. So, um, yeah, like I said, I don't know if this is helpful. I don't know where, where this has gone. Um, I tend to ramble on these podcasts. So, again, I would love any feedback you have. I love chatting. I love um, presenting content for you guys. And obviously on a YouTube platform or in a live setting or in a Facebook live or in um, just any way that I can interact with people, I get live feedback and I can see how it's landing and how it's going. In a podcast, I don't get that. So I'd love for you to email or leave a review and let us know um, how these podcasts are landing with you so we can see how they go. Um, But yes, what would I like to leave you with? What do you do if you're stuck in a rut and don't have any motivation to ride? You need to figure out why the rut exists. So is it because you don't believe you can have the outcome? Is it, what are some other reasons why people get stuck? Um, Yeah, they don't believe that they're worthy. They don't believe they're good enough. They don't believe um, they'll ever achieve it. Um, So if you're feeling very confused in your writing, um, I I occasionally had this in my journey as well, where I was like, I can't ride dressage. What the hell is contact? I can't even sit trot. I am such a useless, pathetic, stupid rider and useless human being. Why am I even bothering? Why am I even trying? And um, if you indulge in those thoughts um, and believe them, then of course, no one is going to want to get off the couch and do something that they're hopelessly, pathetically stupid at. Um, So you have to be really strong with yourself and go, hey, I'm learning. I'm allowed to make mistakes. I'm allowed to not be good at this right now. I'm allowed to be to suck for a little bit because every day I go out, I'm going to suck a little bit less and I'm going to learn a little bit more and I'm going to improve just that little 1%. And that was one thing that really helped me with my motivation as well is I, I always have it running through my head. Nobody sees grass grow, but it does. And that quote might not make much sense. That's Zig Ziglar says it so eloquently. <laughs> and a Tash quote is, no one sees grass grow, but it does. It's not as eloquent. I do apologize. But it just means you, you, you don't see the grass actually grow. It's not like you watch it and it goes zoop and you see it grow three centimeters in front of your eyes. But if there's been a lot of rain and a lot of hot weather, you come out after a week and you're like, whoa, this grass is really long. I'm going to have to mow it. And I I always take that into my writing, going, no one can see the improvement I made today. I can't see the improvement I made today. But because I showed up and because I put my leg in the stirrup and swung my leg over and got on, and because I went around in circles, even if I didn't know what I was doing, even if I felt like I went backwards, I still did it, which means the grass grew. And as long as I keep turning up, 
the grass has to grow and maybe it's a drought and maybe there's not much water and maybe there's not much hot weather and maybe the grass even dies a little bit. But as long as I keep turning up, I did feel like dying grass a lot more than very green growing grass. Um, But I kept turning up. Remember, I am the least talented person in the world trying to do this sport. And if I can get a Frisian to Grand Prix and then ride ride Grand Prix on other horses, um, anyone can. You've just got to keep turning up. Uh, But you have to have your why. And for me, a very long time was... um, the Frisian, and now I am struggling a little bit with my why, which is my motivation. Um, but I'm, I'm confident that I will be able to align and um, get my outcomes aligned with my beliefs so I can go um, and feel that motivation. Super. So trust that helped. Trust that was useful. Um, have an amazing day, guys, and I'll see you soon. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want more information, including the transcription, head over to yourwritingsuccess.com backslash podcast. There you'll find all our other podcasts, lots of cool manuals there for you, lots of cool other transcriptions, heaps of free resources there for you. Just go to yourwritingsuccess.com backslash podcast to get that all and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode.